The Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. New features like the available Pro Access tailgate improves access to bed and cargo, including when towing a trailer, so it's easier to load in tight spaces. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro Access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. Remember the Thai Cave Rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Jonathan Zaslow with the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, and this is the Saturday edition of Busted Open Podcast on today's show. We'll discuss some of the big moments from Friday Night SmackDown and AEW Rampage. We saw the first face-to-face meeting between Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes in the build-up to their WrestleMania match. And how do we feel about Bray Wyatt and Bobby Lashley? Tommy has some strong feelings on this you're not going to want to miss. Plus, as we get closer to AEW Revolution, let's take a look at the heel work of that bastard Christian Cage. Tommy, the first thing that comes to my mind during that segment last night, and look, there's a, there's a lot of really cool stuff that took place during that promo, but I can't get over. It wasn't that long ago that Roman Reigns was in that ring with John Cena leading to the buildup to their match. And I mean, Roman just couldn't handle the microphone compared to Cena, of course. And now, I mean, he's incredible. Not just on the mic, but the facial expressions, all of it. Like, I mean, I don't know. Has Who has come along the way that Roman Reigns has from that to this? He's amazing. Well, like he said, he was kind of the chosen one from the beginning. Uh, this, For me personally, this is like really, really interesting. Why I have connections with the guys. I was, I was the first wrestler that the Shield attacked and took out. Uh, by Roman Reigns. He was the last guy to take me out. And I was like, he is special. Um, I knew his brother. I know his father. Um, and then for Cody, man, I mean, besides Dusty Rhodes being my hero, Dusty was my friend. And on the other half of that, I hired Cody Rhodes into WWE. And I, I, it, these promos, they resonate with me because, like I said, there's I said it when Cody confronted Paulie. There's so many real stories here that it's for them to tell. But going from last night, it was special right off the bat. Why? Cody, very, very nicely. Not only did he put him over, but then he says, unless you need these guys here. And like the people are like, oh, it's going to get real. While, while Solo is just mean mugging Cody the whole time. Correct. Um, and to answer your 
your question with Roman, how did he get so good? It's just like any great wrestling match. You get good with the quality of opponent. And also he's had a lot of mic time and he stood there when he was with John Cena, wasn't the best. He wasn't the worst, but he saw right. And it's, that's where you have sink or swim. Me and bully literally just went at it. Uh, was it was supposed to be a debate. And I had all these things in my head that I was going to say, and then bully took it a whole other direction. And I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and with this, that's where old school too, is you have to listen, not only listen to the crowd, but listen to your opponent. You and I are sitting here talking. We're having conversation. Millions of people are listening to our conversation. It can go either way. Um, but I'm going to take your words. You're going to take mine and we're going to go back and forth and we're going to do that till noon. Um, with this, the real, the realism and like, just like even the way he played, you know, after the guys leave, you could see there could be a little bit of tension. They go back and forth, but even talking about like the titles, Hey, have you ever been here? Have it, and the, he starts to own it. And then when Cody fires back about like this, I am that guy. Here's why, because People never said I would be this. People never said I'd be this. Then even the reference of that small little indie show that drew 10,000 people, which takes you outside of the WWE realm, which is great because why? It's real, and we've seen this. And you think about the reactions Cody is getting. He is getting natural babyface reactions from yeah. his – the moment his hit, his music hits, it's also a star reaction. And then his promo back – when, even when Roman put out his hand, it was one of those left-handed compliments, left-handed. Uh, it was his right hand, but it was like, man, I don't know where this is going to go. And then when Cody fires back, like he blew a great verbal comeback. And then he goes and shakes his hand. And you know, it's, wow, this is the first. And like you said, we have a few more weeks to go without any physicality. Um, the one thing I did see, and I, I loved it when first the bloodline came out and there's so many different fragments of the bloodline, which I'm sure we'll get into, but we're specifically talking about Roman and Cody was Cody's alone. I always say this, my baby faces, why don't they have friends? If they're the good guys, if they're the guys in the locker room that, you know, and when he walked out there, the bloodline, even without Jay, Man, it's an impressive looking group. You got Paul Heyman, you got Roman Reigns, you got Solo, you got Jimmy. And here's Cody stand there. Like right away, you're walking into a trap. You're walking into, hey, these three guys could beat you up and you're not going to get to WrestleMania. But how it was approached, even slowly walking up, you know, non-confrontational and then just knocking it out of the park uh, in, in, his, in both their promos. It was, hello, take my money. I will pay to see WrestleMania just based upon that. And I love WrestleMania. Some WrestleMania builds have been a little eh, but I always know WrestleMania is going to deliver. But for this, cannot wait. Just like I couldn't wait Monday to get to Friday, I can't wait for WrestleMania for these two guys to go at it. So let's talk a little bit about that where we find out, Tommy, on Monday, because I've been thinking, you know, since Royal Rumble, when are we going to see them face to face? And then Cody says on Monday, I'm coming to SmackDown on Friday. 
What were your thoughts before Cody announced that? Was there any part of you? Because for me, I was like, is it possible that the first time they're face-to-face is in the ring at WrestleMania and the crowd's just going crazy because we haven't seen it yet? I mean, that's a really long build without getting those guys face-to-face. The visual, I feel like, would have been amazing. But what, what were your thoughts before Cody announced he's going to go face-to-face on Friday? Would you have waited? Did you, did you like that we're going to get it on now? Um, well, you're talking to somebody who lived uh, ECW's first ever pay-per-view without two people ever touching each other, and that was Taz and Sabu. My dogs are going nuts. I apologize. They're so interested in the Cody and Roman Reigns uh, match. Um, not face off. You have to face each other off unless it's going to be in a zoom box to kind of go how the real world sometimes is. Um, but for this, I liked what they did and I, and I do, I like physicality. I like a pull apart. You look at, uh, you know, UFC or all these big fight feels, what do they always do? They, they have altercations, which is straight out of pro wrestling. Ariel just doesn't realize that it's a, it's a work like pro wrestling. She just thinks, Oh my God, they're fighting during a press conference. No, Ariel, (laughs) you go cover UFC, put me on that show. I'll show you how fake it is with your pretty new hair. Um, anyway, um, with Cody and, and, and Roman, you have to have them face off. You have to look as a baby face. You have to look at your adversary in the eyes and say, I'm going to beat you as the heel. You have to show your dominance, um, over, Like, listen, man, I have all the confidence in the world. Think of like Roman Reigns. How can you knock him off that perch? Think of uh, I'm old enough to remember the reign of Iron Mike Tyson. And he would just you look at him and and, and I look at that like Roman Reigns, like I'm the most dominant male pro wrestler. I'm going, you know, Mike Tyson, I'm going to eat. I'm going to knock your head off. I'm going to eat your babies like that's type of Roman Reigns. He can be cool. He can be vicious because he has it to back it up. And when you're looking at that and like Cody, that was all the premises of Cody. I faced all these obstacles before and I have to do it. Think of the pressure on Cody. Not only does he have his father, not only does he have, hey, this guy really did help train. My father did help train him like these are all it's very rocky-esque minus you know um mickey didn't help train apollo it's amazing when you think about this real life story that we have and it's unfolding i can't wait for monday to see what happens so there was this incredible imagery right the bloodline leaves the ring you got cody standing there you got roman standing there he's holding both belts and he tells cody I'm going to do something now and you're not going to like it. And he puts both belts on the mat. And of course he tells him, have you ever won this? Have you ever even competed for this? What's he doing there when he says, I'm about to do something and you're not going to like it. He's putting, he's getting in his head and he's putting doubt in his opponent's mind. And like I, I said this on the air, the other one bully and I, I had to go into that and I knew Dave was going to be there. I did not sleep the night before. I could not fall asleep. I'm in Vegas. I'm tired from, you know, flights. And I'm just in my own head thinking of what Bubba's going to say. And then he took it a whole other direction. It's getting in your opponent's head. It's Shaquille O'Neal saying David Robinson 
dissed him for an autograph when he was a kid because he had to hate this guy. And he put it out there and like, cause in his head, he's like, I have to beat this guy. And you do these things in real life when you're that competitive to try to like, Hey man, I got, I gotta, I have to do this cause I have to beat you. And then if you really dissect it, does that mean that your heel is a little bit, um, I don't want to say as confident, but why does he need to do that? Which then makes him what he's supposed to be, a heel. So, you know, you, you talked about there are little things that we love, right? Subtle images that we love in pro wrestling that really, that really make a segment or make a promo. And I loved last night after they shook hands and Roman, he walks past Cody and he's got a super serious, almost aggravated expression on his face he goes through the ropes he turns back to cody smiling almost laughing turns back around walking up the ramp he's got that serious aggravated face back turns back again to cody smile almost laughing like that kind of stuff there you could see he's like all right i i'm gonna have a battle on my hands here but i'm not gonna let him know that i'm taking it serious agreed as well as like i said Maybe he's like, man, what, what I said, I know I got it. It's resonating in his head and he's going to get lost in his own head. And at WrestleMania, I'm going to beat him. There's so many little things like, again, that we didn't know in the world. And I'm talking real sports comments that are said now players are mic'd up, but like, I hear so many different things or what, you know, man, what I said to him is blah, 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 where we said in this huddle, this is what happens. And, you know, or these motivational things that people say when they're trying to win the Super Bowl or, or they're in the trenches. These are things that, you know, are also said during in matches, you know, so it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great. It's going to be the reason why um, a lot of people are going to be tuning in to WrestleMania. And there's the biggest reason it's why it's the main event of WrestleMania. One of the things I also loved about it last night, you know, Cody starts talking, you know, about the impossible. He climbs the impossible. The impossible is his thing. You know, I was Randy Orton's understudy or, you know, I was Stardust. And it reminded me, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but the movie Eight Mile with Eminem way back when. And in the final rap battle scene, Eminem just decides, I'm just going to insult myself the whole time. So when you get the microphone, you got nothing left to say to me. You can't insult me anymore because I'm telling you all the things that you want to say to insult me. And Cody's kind of doing it there to Roman. It's like, yeah, I was this guy wasn't good enough. I was this guy wasn't good enough. I was this guy wasn't good enough. But now I'm here and I'm this guy. Now what? Now what are you going to do? Um, absolutely. Uh, it was brilliant. Both guys, brilliant performance, brilliant promo. Interested to see what the nation thinks. Um, but it was a great summary by you for what exactly what you just said. When you realize your own, and, and I've seen this, I've seen it. Like there's a lot of people, well, there's the, this is the reason they like to point blames at other people. But when you could look in the mirror and say, okay, here's where I was and here's where I want to be. And maybe this is why, maybe I wasn't in the best shape. Maybe I was inexperienced, maybe of all these things, but I mean, Cody's at the age, he's a proven draw. He's, you know, been on top somewhere else. And now he's come back to be on top there where he's kind of always should have been. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, you're probably thinking, what's the catch? Well, there isn't one. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bill, and unexpected overage. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. It's crystal clear, and it doesn't kill my monthly budget. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, everyone. It's Howard Bender from the Andy Up podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. The first place I want to start with you, I'm sure you've talked about it, Tommy, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say and for the nation who haven't heard your thoughts on it. Bray Wyatt came back, I think, what? October? Something around that, right? We're talking like four or five months ago. I still don't know what's going on between Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy, and his entire MO. Do you like that whole aura of mystery that is still surrounding this character? Uh, Me personally, I love Bray Wyatt. I love the character. I love all the different levels of it. Um, When he came back in Philadelphia, I think it was one of the greatest, longest returns I've ever seen. It was like you were watching a movie and you were part of the movie. It was so special. They nailed it. And like you said, and if there's ever something that kind of keeps on happening on one of the biggest shows of them all, it's the Bray Wyatt fumble for WrestleMania. 
I don't know why it always happens. Um, and I hate it because that character does have some depth. I'm listening to the commentary. I watched it last night, but then if you listen from behind, from behind, from behind, someone attacks you from behind, they're the bad guy. And yes, I get that it's Uncle Howdy, but there's also been parts where Uncle Howdy has been Bray Wyatt. I think Bray is beloved. And for some reason, he doesn't get that beloved match at WrestleMania with Bobby Lashley, another person. Bobby has become exactly what he is, the almighty, a loved figure. Even You look at him, he can go in the ring. He could do it amateur. He looks amazing, and he, he can talk, which everybody said, you know, was his biggest detriment. He proved that wrong. He was, you know, the MVP of the COVID era, carried the company uh, on his massive back. I love Bobby Lashley. The fans love Bobby Lashley. So then you're going to put him in a match where the fans are indecisive, like we don't want this guy to be a heel. The like that was kind of like my hmm type of spot. And like I said, for some reason, the Bray Wyatt fumble. It always happens at WrestleMania. And I hate it because that character and that person deserve way bigger and better. And also same with Bobby Lashley. He's deserved it. Um, I don't know. Bobby Lashley versus uh, Gunther. One hell of a fucking match. Excuse me for cursing, but I start getting very, very. When I see You're stuff very passionate about it. when I see stuff that really has me baffled where then I'm like, Hmm, Brock versus Omos. Don't think that's the best matchup for a Brock. And if Omos is going to beat Brock and Brock is the guy who beat the undertaker, you better put that rocket up Omos's ass, <laughs> but also be able to um, deal with all the negativity that's going to be brought there. Um, and not because of the person, just because of he, you had the chance to build him, and I felt that was dropped. And if you're going to do it on the back of Brock Lesnar, yikes. So those are the, the, I'm listen, I'm all in, uh, because of Cody, um, and Roman, I'm all in because of Bianca and Rhea Ripley. I'm cool with Dom and Ray. You have my money. So I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to cancel my Peacock subscription like people like to say when you do have matches that are kind of like, hmm. But uh, listen, I'm a big, big fan of like, I'm just going to pivot for a second. Impact Wrestling. Did Josh Alexander, Bully Ray, Jordan Grace, Mickey James sold the place out and everything else on that card was just bonus and it was a great show. WrestleMania is going to be a great show. I already told you the matches I'm highly invested in, but we're talking about other matches where I'm like, why are they going with Bobby versus uh, Bray? And like, then it was first with a music video. So I'm this guy who's, and I'm going to do a mock eighties workout video of Bobby um, dancing or whatever he was doing to start this feud. Uh, boo on that. Give me the, well, the whole line, setup was weird, Tommy. Like, like when he when he challenged, okay, whoever wins at Elimination Chamber, you better run. I want you next. And then the winner won by DQ. So that's always like it was a strange setup. Yes, and and I did like straight up. 
Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley confronted I'm the almighty, but well, I've been the almighty in another plane or another world. Um, Very, very easy. Don't need to have physicality. And, you know, even if it's babyface, babyface, or the almighty versus Bray in, in just like this big confrontation, cool. But how you go about it has me less interested than the actual match. And both guys deserve better to be on the biggest stage of them all. For me, I, I just eventually, I like an aura of mystery. I like asking questions and trying to figure out what's going on. But eventually, you need to solve that mystery for me. Like, I can't, I can't watch a show on Netflix and I watch the entire season, 10 episodes, wondering what's going to happen. And the season ends and they never tell me what's supposed to happen. I kind of feel like that's, now look, maybe that'll be answered at WrestleMania. Okay, great. But right now, like I said, I feel like we're five months in and I don't really know a whole lot more about what Bray Wyatt's MO is at this point. Yeah, but also when you're a super duper creative person like Bray, it's hard for people to understand it when you're trying to translate that to the writers or someone else's vision for you. Like, I've said this all the time and I will continue to say it. Orange Cassidy, I did not get him until I turned around and faced him in the ring. And the moment he did his stuff, I was like, oh, I get him. (laughs) I'm one of those guys that need to be in the ring and feel you, see your reactions to be like, okay, I know where to take this person on a creative level, but also like on, that's why a lot of times I also do get involved and still wrestle kind of like a player coach. Cause I was like, yes, this person has it or no, this person doesn't have it. I did that in ECW. I did that for WWE. I sometimes do that in impact wrestling. It, it's the way I have to be. And I am very, very creative or, and then also I have different visions than other people. And I know that my vision is right, but it's not a dictatorship. It's, you know, a democracy could be the same with Bray. And, but that's why I like, I'm, I'm dreading like Randy versus Bray should have been great. And then we got the caterpillars or the moths, whatever we had. And it's just like, why? Because then I say that they don't understand this creative genius. And then like, again, the buildup, Bobby Lashley cutting out the, cutting a promo, being the almighty, then to be interrupted by the, you know, the music is all you needed. Not the workout video. Not this. I mean, it, it was bad. It wasn't good television. And then even the follow-up wasn't a great follow-up. So then what? How do you get me interested on two bad things? What do they say? It leaves a bad taste in your mouth. I I came home yesterday. I I've been wanting shrimp for a long time. So good. And I bought shrimp. And I'm talking to my friend when I was driving home. And he said, dude, I haven't had shrimp ever since I got sick from it. And it left a bad taste in his mouth. And he hasn't had shrimp in over a year because of that initial bad taste. That's kind of how I relate that to to what's going on with this. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. I got I to gotta add something here on Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. Not from last night, but it got in my head Wednesday night, Tommy, when Christian came out and he's cutting the promo there on Jungle Boy. Of course, he's got to talk about his dead father. Super disrespectful. Christian Cage's music hits, all right? And he comes out onto the stage to just a cascade of booze. This crowd hates him. Look at some of the other big heels, all right? Roman Reigns. There are plenty of people in the crowd who still like him. MJF. M- MJF. MJF is a huge dick. There are plenty of people who still like him. Christian Cage, look at his resume, Tommy. Seven-time champion. You see what he did all the years before he got to AEW. He's an all-time great, super popular babyface when he was one. And this guy comes out onto the stage and there's not a single person in the building who can stand this dude. Like an incredible amount of heat. He has gotten everyone to hate everything about him. And I just, I can't think of another heel. You know, it's cool to cheer for the heel sometimes. Some people think it's cool to cheer for MJF. They think it's cool, obviously, to cheer for Roman Reigns. No one thinks it's cool to cheer for Christian Cage. I think that's pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, Christian summed up what he feels in his promo about this generation. You look at Christian, not very, very big on social media. Um, He isn't afraid to be the bad guy. He isn't afraid to be a heel. If you think about it, and there's very few that are like that, um, especially now MJF 
man, he's doing great. MJF was getting some cheers, and but then his opponent, Cody, has had just this amazing support. Sammy, when it was Sammy going with Roman, whenever you would mention Roman, it was different than when Cody mentions him. It, it's so different because of the person you're dealing with. Back to Christian. Christian is not afraid of being a heel. Christian is not afraid of getting heat. And Christian knows how to touch the buttons of everyone. Trust me, Christian and I have almost come to blows in a hotel room. Um, Christian and I, I love him. But he knows how he's, when people ask me, it's the most loaded question you could ever ask a professional wrestler. What's your favorite match? And Christian comes to mind for me. I've been in the ring with him. I also know what he does and what can deliver. Another guy who could be the face of AEW. Don't think that's going to happen for him. But when you want somebody who's going to be the asshole, the dick, everything that you want a heel to be, it's, it's going to be him. Like you said, people boo him. That's he's doing his job. Growing up, I loved worship Dusty Rhodes. Loved him. I hated Terry Funk. Hated Terry Funk with I hated his guts. Never even like I knew whenever I saw him, I hated this man. And then I got to experience him and be around him and blessed to be. He's my mentor in the ring. And then I realized how great he was at his job. Another guy, Ravishing Rick Rude. Ravishing Rick Rude looked the part. He cut uh, uh, a limerick of a promo didn't need a manager because he could talk and Rick Rude made it his goal no matter because why would you not cheer for Rick Rude because he knew how to be a heel and he made it his goal for you to hate him all the time and it wasn't like when he'd come out there for all you Louisiana sweat hogs people were like yay they called me a sweat hog <laughs> like you son of a bitch <laughs> But he knew his role, and he knew what he wanted to do, and he loved yeah. being the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, another great heel when he was cool as can be, Scott Hall. Everything you wanted about – and I'm, I'm sorry, Razor Ramon, until he finally had to turn because he was so good at being bad guy, the bad guy. Then he made being the bad guy cool, which kind of changed it. But there are so few people that are – you know, yeah. Scott Hall. There are so few people that were Kevin Nash where being bad was cool, but also like Scott, six foot eight, Kev, they're giant men. The other hand, Christian, unbelievable worker, unbelievable person knows how to get heat. He has done nothing but help Jack Perry, Luchasaurus get to the next level. And then now he's out there. If he did not get sidetracked with that injury, you would see so much more of Christian. He knows how to be the bad guy and wants that. And on the other hand, when he wants to be the good guy, can do that. And that's why he's one of the best. And we all say it because we've all been in the ring with him. And like the biggest thing, like I talk about, appreciate what you have. Because for a long time, we did not have him. For a long time, we did not have Edge. For a long time, we did not have Brian Danielson. And we have them now. And that man relishes being hated 
so hate him. Because if not, he and if you met him in the restaurant, he'll make you hate him even more. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.